hear me all right? Yeah, I can hear you can loud you hear and clear. Okay. How about me? How about me? Uh, we can't hear you, Brian. How about me? <laughs> Brian, we can't hear you, but who cares? <laughs> turn, turn up Brian's volume. <laughs> hey, check the levels, man. Something's off. Turn up my levels. Are we ready to do this? Yeah. Ours Instagram, man. So, yeah, uh, IG, IG. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Art. I'm Brian. Jason. I'm Lane. We are joined by Jason Terminator... Con, am I right? That's right, yeah. C-O-N-N. C-O-N-N. So what, what is the deal that. with that? Are you, like, conning Terminator? I know. Well, the thing is, is I, I, when I was younger, I accepted all John Connor Terminator jokes. Oh. Like, is your mom Sarah Connor? Oh. Like, it, like, the first time that anybody said that was the first time I ever heard that joke. So I just fully accepted it and ran with it, and then I just added the C-O-N-N, and then just, like, oh, man, all our Camden Tubman Universe listeners just... <laughs> they just ran with that. So, so Jason, Jason's uh, joining us once again from Camden Tub Podcast, and uh, we're we're coming to you semi live from a Jeep Grand Cherokee at Turn Six of Laguna Seca. Wait, it's a 75th anniversary it's, Jeep it, Grand it Cherokee. It is a special package. That's <laughs> a special package. Um, so we have just spent a day and a half, basically, or so, at the racetrack, and seen some pretty crazy stuff doing car adventures yeah canepa yesterday morning yep followed by a drive down here to monterey drive down here (laughs) and then uh just uh camping on turn six and uh drinking a few libations and uh you know for those who don't know this is the pre-reunion weekend so next weekend will be the the real races and big dogs, but they're racing this weekend too, you know? A lot of, oh yeah. It's, a lot of, it's races. Awesome it's races. Stuff. A lot of cool stuff. Um, so where to begin? I guess, uh, project updates. Yeah. Okay. Project updates. I got one, one big one. I, awesome. big one. Uh, I sold the mini, the R53 mini Cooper S. Yeah. Which is kind of a, kind of a relief <laughs> really. Yeah. Nice. But I was really lazy in selling it. The second person that looked at it, bought it, um, for more than blue books. So Happy about that. Um, so one less car, and uh, now you just need to get rid of the Mighty Max. Oh my gosh, I know. I I basically do. Yeah, I haven't touched it in where is two it? months. It's sitting behind Jason's house. Oh okay, Jason's not this Jason, but no, no. that'd be a far drive. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> um, and then uh, did a little bit of work to the BMW E30. Got a, a big dent removed, which has been kind of like hanging over me for a long time. And, oh, nice. And then cleaned it up. And uh, it's here this weekend, and it's been a lot of fun. Which so. dent? It was that side one. It was in the, in the, the rear quarter the panel on the belt line, like right the worst spot, basically. And it's yeah. a big door ding. Yeah. And, uh, Brian clearly doesn't follow us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. I'm still trying to get him to follow. Yeah. But uh, the dent guy asked if I removed the interior in the back there, so I removed the seat and uh, the panel and stuff, just so you could clearly get to the inside of it. Yeah. And he did a really good job and polished it. Even got the paint off from the other car, off the car, and uh, turned out really good. So, no, it looks great. Like the car good. looks like a complete, like nice car now. Yeah. You don't like walk. You don't see that one glaring. That was kind of always right? the thing where I would yeah. walk by and go, "God damn it!" That, you know, mm-hmm. pictures from that side suck too. So yeah, I just love that color. It's a good one. That color what color is, is that? That is like, dolphin gray. It's no, not very common. Delvin. It's got like a, is it like a, it's got like a brownish hue to it. It has green in it. Gray? It's something strippy. Yeah. It's really it cool. It's dark gray to me, but you guys are more color oriented. <laughs> We're more colorful, okay? Yeah. yeah. Is that what you're saying? Um, so anyways, that's my updates. Oh, and I got the van uh, detailed and been driving that around a little bit. Oh, to work about. that's no and small project. Detailing no, a big old van again. I know. Well, I didn't do it. <laughs> I had someone else do it, but it came out really good. Nice. It, it brought the paint back a lot because it had gotten basically just totally flat and uh, why didn't you have kevin at auto works the i feel bad dude that guy has to come all the way down from wherever the hell he lives and i don't know i should though you could yeah, drive he's it all about thing. it i mean he needs your time right yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyways so that's my my project update very cool Art, good one. uh lane had a big one you can go first oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> uh so what, what's my big one i'm trying to remember oh, uh, dear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we podcasted last friday at a arts house in san francisco with the patrick stevenson and and uh Dieter from hg motorsports and that was super late night so i left his house in san francisco at like 11 30 at night to go you know an hour and a half drive home and i took the coast and uh I came around this uh, turn, uphill turn on the highway, and there was a deer in my lane. 
So I slammed my brakes, turned left, and I was... Uh, Is there any, any turning really happening when you did that? Or were you just sliding? <laughs> I was sliding, and I turned and then slid, basically, yeah. as much as I could. I mean, it was... The lights on that thing are pretty weak, and... Um, you know, it was kind of like the deer was just there. I was around the turn. and So the deer was in your headlights. It was in my headlights. <laughs> and I, I broke left. He broke the same direction. And I hit it's him like in the... soccer match. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I hit him kind of in the in the square on the rear end, and he shat all over my car. <laughs> oh. um, sprayed poop everywhere. Oh, that's, win- a, that's a yellow card. My windshield sure. wiper. <laughs> Definitely. That my, red, that's, no, it's red card. Straight, straight to red. red. You, you use your wipers after my that? My sprayers don't work. I oh. couldn't see because there was shit all over my windshield. <laughs> oh, my. Like juicy, no juicy poop. Shit. <laughs> juicy and I, so I was using my wipers with no washer fluid. Ouch. Uh, on full blast. And, and it smelled so bad and everything. That's but, like that Roomba issue. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I was like, oh, man. You know, first thought is, fuck, this thing's going through my windshield. Yeah. And then it, it didn't. Like, I I stopped. I slowed down enough to where the deer, after I first hit it, accelerated faster than I was going because I was slowing. Mm-hmm. And then I hit it again. Then I just ran over it. Oh, man. Why are you been so Because it was on the ground. I was in the, <laughs> I was in the oncoming lane on a... You know, a yeah. real high on Highway One. You didn't, plan, you didn't plan for that. Can no. I ask you a specific question? Yeah. When you saw it, did you say, "Oh dear"? <laughs> or did, or uh, did you actually... I'm gonna erase that from the <laughs> That's not making the recording. Did, did you yell anything like "shit"? Uh, no, I think I just kind of froze and like reacted as much as yeah. I yeah. just, Fuck. just uh, went for it. Like, so how bad is the damage? The damage is not that bad. Like, if you see pictures, it doesn't look bad at all. It's kind of one of those things that's, like, worse than it appears because every panel got a little fucked up. Yeah. And like, well, it should be noted that your headlights were up, but you yeah. popped the headlights, so it got bent back. It, it broke bit. the brackets. Yeah. And it broke the actual headlight, the headlight surround, like, basically the whole bucket. That might be why that deer didn't come up and over the hood. That, you might be right, yeah. Hit the lights. Yeah. You, you so that's, it. Oh, that's what I was lights saving lives. Yeah. There you and, go. And yeah. U.S. bumpers. This is pre-Euro bumper install. Right, right. Uh, so, and the bumper is, like, perfect. I mean, it's, like, no so damage. Okay. That's what's trippy, though, is, like, the deer must have been a... I mean, was it a pretty small deer? No, your it was big. Very, but your car's very low, though, right? It was big, dude. Yeah. So how the hell did... Yeah, because, I mean... That's crazy. You'd think how that it would go right deer? up on the head. Uh, yeah, how it, much did it weigh? Was it a pygmy deer? Was it... <laughs> It was, it was one of the short leg deers. Like, oh, yeah. like pigs. Like corgi. <laughs> like a corgi deer. Dude, it was, it was like a, a slammed deer. Yeah, it? no. Right. It's, it's a stance deer. Stance leg. Yeah, because it seems like it, it would have just, you would have taken out the legs and it would have just, you know, went right. straight through the light. Yeah. yeah. The fucking I, I think you're right. I mean, yeah. And it bounced off to the side, basically, then? No, because I fucking ran, ran the thing over, over after. So. Oh, so you just like went and car, His car was a, it was a pool cue. Your tires? So you got deer underneath the car now, too. Yeah, you got it. Sure, and all my tires are flat spotted from sliding. Oh. So pop, 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 yeah. a little bit, and it feels a little loose, like something. My alignment might be a little off yeah. or something now. Yeah. yeah, sure. Um, and yeah, so I need a new nose. I mean, I need to fix the nose cone is like tight with the hood, so it definitely moved that a little bit. And then it needs the fender has a dent, and um. And the hood is dented in the middle. It's really hard to tell. Yeah. But it's, like, pushed up on either side. So yeah. I also just ordered... I just bought a, a Turbo 924 hood off Craigslist. So that's yeah. my, oh, my other nice, project dude. update. Nice. With the uh, Naka Duck. Yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. So What does that run? Are those hard to get? <clears throat> they are. And usually they're, like... I would say, like, four to 800 bucks. Oh, but I found one for 80 bucks. Oh, dude. Damn. Yeah, primered. Sure. But it's way out in Lodi, which is really far away, kind of. It's not that far. Yeah, at least you don't have to ship it. It's like two so, and a half hours. So I have to borrow a truck, drive it out there. Yeah. And, you know. Mighty yeah. Max. Let's revive the Mighty Max. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, know that would be. Mighty Max. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. No that's a lo- local car only. So, yeah. yeah. It's not uh, really a choice. LCO. Well, that's that's some heavy shit, man. 944 taking a beating. But nice, dude. Sounds like it's going to oh. be back on its feet. Yeah. Yeah. No, it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be better than ever. I know, right? It'll be better than ever. Yeah. Like the Phoenix rising. Yeah, from the exactly. It's like definitely Oh, I have another project update too. Sorry. Yes. From kind of dominating this session. It's still your turn, Mike. So uh the Jetta for you people that know, it has <laughs> Tell a Tell us what kind of Jetta? Uh two thousand ten Volkswagen TDI, which I've shelved for the last eight months or so. In hopes of getting it replaced or, yes. or yeah. <clears throat> so I had the turbo replaced about five hundred to a thousand miles ago. 
And right after that, I just put it on the shelf, basically. So it had a... My brother was borrowing it to go to, like, Monterey or something. And it had a glow plug light come on. So that was, like, a month ago, and it's just been sitting, not driving. So I decided I'm going to bring it to the dealer. So I had it towed to the dealer uh, with their free towing, because they have free roadside assistance now. Oh, yeah. For all these diesel cars. So I had it towed there, and I get a call Friday night, like, 6 o'clock or whatever... And the guy goes, yeah, so um, it looks like you need a new turbo. What? Yeah. This is your third turbo then? Yes. Holy shit. The only reason why we're not all going crazy right now is because Lane already told us. But the kicker is that he told Lane as if, well, you're going to need to pay for this and you're fucked. And Lane says. And I was like, dude, oh, so you mean the one you guys replaced, you know, uh, 500 miles ago went bad? Like, uh, you, you know, that's, you mean the one you guys replaced? Oh, and the guy's like, what, 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 huh, what, huh? <laughs> well, no, you need a new turbo. I'm all, yeah, you guys just put a new turbo in so 500 miles ago. Yeah. And he's all, oh, we did? God, uh, let me, let me, let me look. I'm like, what? Okay, and he's looking, he's all, I'm, uh, okay, I'm going to have to look into this. Have a nice weekend, I'll talk to you. I'm like, what the I'm like, hell? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll I mean, have a great weekend. Thanks for the great news. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. That car cannot leave your life no. soon enough. No, <laughs> no. seriously. That's horrible. So bad, dude. Uh, our <clears throat> updates. Yeah. yeah, so the uh, E34 M5, uh, last time, you know, we talked about lack of AC. So um, I actually went and uh, I took it to a shop that specializes in AC in the city. And apparently they, you know, they have, according to a lot of people, like they, they uh, specialize on older cars and they have good rates or whatever. Uh, took it in and um, I, at least I wanted them to diagnose it, you know. Turns out that it has a, a leaky condenser. Or had a leaky condenser. Uh, they wanted eight hundred dollars to replace the condenser and to recharge the system, and uh, they wanted basically at this point they were going to convert it to R one thirty four because it's an R twelve car. And um, I'm like, no thanks. I'll just take the car back and um, I'll look. I'll like you know I'll whatever. So I paid them you know whatever one hundred and twenty bucks for for the inspection and for they actually charged it, found the leak, and they had to you know evacuate it again or whatever. But at that point I was stoked because they actually had done the vacuum bullshit because it has to be like I don't know like Drawing, sit on yeah. vacuum for yeah. like an hour and all this. So. I get the car back and I'm like, all right, dude, I'm going to try. Like I read about this, like AC leak stuff. Like that is like a sealant. Warren's <laughs> shaking his head. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so I went and they already had fitted the R134, um, the, uh, uh the fittings, yeah, the valves. And so I went and I, I, I tried the leak sealant stuff, charge it up and it's been holding nicely. Uh, so oh. I have R134 in there. Um, and, and the, the interesting thing is that I needed to add one, one full, uh, I think it was a 12 ounce, uh, can of the R134 in there before I added the leak, uh, shit in there. And so I didn't hear any leaking at all. So I, I bet the leak was super small. Yeah. And, but they just like, oh, there's a leak. You got to replace this, right? And they wanted to charge me. So labor was like, like 500 well, they bucks. They wanted to fix the leak. They wanted to fix the leak. They weren't but, like, just making, but if, shit I, well, dude, I know, but if I'm going to like, it, I mean, if I can plug it, if it's like, in, if it's insignificant enough, like yeah. it might get you through this summer, and then <coughs> what's you know, going to happen? Yeah, by well, next next summer, that uh, that small leak is going to leak out all your shit. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, and then you start over. I mean, it's no big deal. But it's like, like so, it'll be like a twenty five dollar a year deal if that leak doesn't get bigger. If it or, doesn't, get or bigger. it doesn't get another leak. Well, yeah. what, his sealant thing, you don't think it's going to work? No, it might. Seems like if it sealed it, it would be done. So I bought the the one that I bought is not for the O rings. I bought one that is specifically for metal leak, like metal leaks, or like in the metal. And so apparently, what it does is it as soon as it finds like a leak, it escapes from there and then it solidifies. Yeah, 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 like a JB Weldy kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. Just it might work fine, but it also might clog some passages that were fine before, and then you have other issues. I don't know. Yeah, There's it makes it less efficient. It. And by that time, it'll be someone else's car. And that's, that's, like that. that's another way to look at it. I mean, if you're just trying to get by, but yeah. So, I mean, I ended up spending, you know, the 120 and then like, I think it was like, let's say 40, 50 yeah. bucks in addition to that instead of the 800. I so. wasn't surprised at the 800 and I don't think they were trying to rip you off is my point. Really? I think yeah. That's just what that should That's the procedure, yeah. right? Like, yeah. it's like they finally, they got to repair Like, you could have told way. me it was going to be a thousand bucks and I was like, yeah. 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 I had a repair bill on the 928 for the AC system. Yeah. It was like 2,900 bucks. Or Holy something. crap. I mean, every, they, but that's like they went compressor lines, yeah. every, they and did dude, a full overhaul. I look at OEM price on a compressor is probably like eight, nine hundred. Probably. Yeah. And the so O-rings, dude, there's so many fucking O-rings in the yeah. system. So, cause I got that Napa retrofit kit and I'm, I'm not joking. There were like 85 O-rings. What did the, the receipt kit. say on the top of it? Was it a Napa receipt? 
Oh yeah, uh, this was uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, he, like, it was he not a sharpies <laughs> over it, like yeah. Das Auto. Yeah, Das Auto. <laughs> yeah, he photo like certified BMW <laughs> yeah, dealership. Yeah. Napa. Right. <laughs> Napa. <laughs> um, it was not a beautiful logo. receipt. I'll tell you that much. Um, <laughs> frame it. I didn't frame it. Um, I didn't staple the part of the packaging to prove that it's a quality part uh, to the receipt. Uh, oh, here comes some race cars. Nice. Oh yeah. How about you, Jason? Any project updates? Oh yeah. So uh, actually, some stuff has happened in the last week. So. Uh, I don't know if anybody will follow. I have a, a 1968 Mustang that I've turned into an Eleanor clone. Uh, initially, we were doing a crazy twin-turbo engine into it. Uh, that's now gone. Uh, I have an Illuminator XS uh, Ford Racing crate engine. So now we're doing everything to convert everything to modular. Uh, so now, based on that, we're going to change the front suspension, front cross-member, everything with that, new motor mounts for the modular engine. So going with Heights Pro-G, so the whole front of the car is getting redone. So we cut out the cross-member. Uh, it's getting ready to put in all sorts of new stuff so the firewall is going to get cut a little bit differently for uh, the Heights Pro-G system so we're going to do that and respray the engine bay uh, which is not a big deal it can all be done in my friend's shop where the car's at right now uh, so we're good. we're doing that it's getting all, all sorts of fun stuff done so we can get that Coyote engine in the car and I mean 500 horsepower NA 8200 RPM awesome. I'm happy with that and, manual uh, or auto oh it's going to be t- uh, just ordered a T56 uh, oh, okay. Magnum Ford as well so yeah. be, it'll be pretty rad are you going to have a Hurst shifter, like with a, with a pistol grip on there? Go, baby, go. <laughs> go, baby, go. Oh, nice. <laughs> no, you're probably going to do just a white ball shifter. Uh, yeah, it might be actually an eight ball. I might just do that. Oh. I'm not fucking around. I'm not doing that. I can't, I can't wait to see how things go. I have custom ZHP shifter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude, the feel is so good. ZHP <laughs> everything. ZHP all the Whoa, look at this dude trying to... Look at this dude holding he's oh, about man, to fly away. Oh, Shake it, dude. <laughs> that's a veteran move right there. Uh, yeah, there, there's a guy with a tent that's lifting it up and doing some... He's about uh, to parachute away. Yeah. <laughs> so right now we're watching the Can-Am cars fly up turn six, and it's a... Uh, God, I don't even know. Chevron... That's like, like a that's a uh, shadow. John Jono's looking at us longingly. <laughs> I know. Poor John. Uh, right. This is like the, the these are like the only cars that look oh, impressive going up this hill. They look hill. so fast going yeah. up. Yeah. Everything dude, looks slow except the for these cars. Is still my favorite Can-Am car. I don't know. Which just the hill? It's just no. Oh, they're so freaking awesome looking, and they're just they just rocket up that hill. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. Very impressive. Look, speed racer. Um, so I got a couple things. Uh. Project car. (laughs) Go for it, bro. I was waiting for you to use it, Warren, but I got scared. Sorry. Uh, Project car update. Uh, I got a new job. Oh, yeah. So uh, that's good for projects. And uh, my new commute is 20 miles door to door. Well, really, the new job is not good for projects with time. You've had a lot of free time. Oh, yeah. He was doing so much with his time. (laughs) But now you have money to make the project. We can talk about this. I was not giving myself time. Yeah. You know, the whole job search, I didn't feel good working on project cars when I could have been searching for a yeah. job. But now you can pay someone else to do shit that you don't want to do. Yeah, I'm going to have to save up for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, searching for a job but, is a full-time I mean, job. Yeah, it's a full-time job. And uh, so now, I mean, in theory, like, I have a short commute, which is good. Yes. Uh, and, you know, we still have a lot of daylight. So now, you know, I work during the day, and yeah. I, I can do stuff in my free time. So yeah. I might be able to actually get some work done on those. Um so yeah, that's positive. Uh, and speaking of commutes, uh, I bought parts for the 190E. Um, I was trying to align it a while back and got a report back that you know one of the ball joints was bad, um, and then some of the center links uh, for the steering. Um, so I ordered some of those parts. I actually went over to the guy in Scotts Valley. Um, shoot, what's his name? Rick. Yep, Rick's Mercedes. And he he put it on a lift. Um, and I was just getting an estimate for him doing some of the work. But he's he's so rad. He's like he's an interesting dude. Yeah, like very direct. He's telling you like it is. Right? Yeah, which I love. And uh, he so he puts it up on the rack and. Uh, we made a little laundry list of stuff, and he's like, "You kind of want to do the shocks if you're going to do this ball joint because and and buy the whole control arm instead of just the ball joint because it comes with all the bushings. It comes with the bushings, oh, yeah. and my bushings were not terrible, but uh, bad enough. And he said that with the older cars, like pressing in those ball joints can be a real pain. And so. It's just stamped steel, right? They're probably pretty pretty. No, they're aluminum arms. Oh, actually. really? So yeah. they were like 180 oh. bucks each. Oh, okay, that's more than I thought. It was I might be able to get you a better deal. Not bad. FYI. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll think about that next time. So, um, it's not bad though, considering yeah. the ball joints and the yeah. bushings and everything. And it makes the job way quicker. Yeah. So, I've got all these parts. I, I am kind of at an interesting point though. Like, 
you know, it's like a thousand bucks worth of parts for this $500 car. Yeah. I have the job. I know what my commute's going to be. Like, yeah. I, I should, before I in, install them and unwrap them from the packaging, I should yes. probably really t- assess, take a hard look. Like, assess your scene. Yeah, because I could just uh, put a center link in uh, and uh, the ball joints aren't terrible. Yeah, and sell it. I could flip it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. That's not a project car update question, really. But I'll have to talk to you guys to we'll, figure that we'll out. We'll come back to that in a future podcast. Yeah. Um, okay. I think that's it. Still? Cool. So we we should we should cover Canepa real quick and then talk about where we're at now and what we've been looking at. But uh, I thought Canepa yesterday was it was busy and there was a lot of variety and some interesting shit I hadn't seen before. They also expanded to the. They bought the body shop next door to them and had yeah, that was cool. extra lot that was. So that's what. Yeah, cars. I saw some pictures. Someone posted a red nine nine three. I'm like, where the hell is this? Yeah, it's, I didn't it's, see it's that. To the, it's to the right of it. If you're looking at Canepa, they bought Conrad's Body Shop, which is this crusty old, old crusty metal, metal building, which metal building. is actually a cool backdrop for the car. Yeah, too. okay, it was really cool. I don't and know the, what he's going to do with it, but. Uh, it worked really well. Yeah, maybe they'll do a bigger paint facility over there or something. Because they, they just kept really... it kind of crusty like that. It'd be cool to do yeah. their like, uh, you know, more heavy duty sanding, sanding and stuff like and, that. Yeah. yeah, just do a full body shop, right? Mm-hmm. Where they they can keep all the dirty stuff over there exactly. and do the clean assemblies where they are. Exactly. Probably a good um, one. So, anyways, that was cool. Uh, a little bit more space for cars. There was three aerial Adams. There was. Uh, a really clean 2002 original owner 72 the, the black one yeah oh he was on God. his second uh, straight six he had put in it oh the M20 right it was okay. really well done it was just correct and not uh, too modern and some gorgeous Recaro seats in there yeah it was just really sweet it had um, the modern wheels though which I what is it Rota RBs was yeah, it yeah, yeah. looking thing yeah. yeah but yeah it would have looked that, better with more stuff totally and they were too big I mean talk you know. about something you just Minor change, you know, but also it was black. I feel like I've never seen a black 2002 for some reason. Yeah, it was all black and it looked mm. really good. I wonder yeah. if that was offered stock at all. It may not have been. He may have painted it. It's very rare. If, I mean, but I talked to the owner and he was really cool. And I mean, think of that original owner. Yeah, you just keep it going. That's right. So perfect. cool. And um, he had it through all those years when they weren't worth that much. Yeah, and stuff. You know, exactly. So that's that's very cool. Sweet. Uh, there was like three or four E30 M3s. Yeah, there's one with an S52 in it. That was awesome. Yeah, um, I didn't see that. There was uh, some like a 355, a white 355 GTS mm-hmm. with a, a manual transmission. That was beautiful. Yeah. That was a really black nice interior, car. which is such a black good color combo. Uh, challenge grill on the back. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that really jumped out at me. Oh, well, fuck, Art, tell us how the hell you got there. Yeah, so I rolled down uh, my buddy Dino. He, like, hit me up about a week ago and said he was going to be in town, so... This is Dino. Uh, Dino from Speed Hunters. Yeah, he's the editor-in-chief Former there. guest. Uh, he's yeah. been, yeah, been on one of our podcasts in the past, and uh, he's, you know, super, super gigantic car nerd, as uh, we discussed on the podcast, though. But like, he's physically big. He's a big car nerd, physically. <laughs> like, literally. Uh, but, um, so he's just, you know, he hit me up, and I'm um, like, I just kind of, we kind of figured out our schedules, and I'm like, dude, do you have access to a car? Because he does marketing for Pagani now, as well, for, and he handles, like, the APAC region, and uh, and he's like, yeah, dude, actually, I do. Um, and so we, we picked up a Pagani that morning, and took the Pagani, uh, te- uh, the, the only one with a Tempesta package in the world right now. What's that mean? Um, so it has a pasta package. You cannot it's, yeah. drive it. You, it's the you, it's like yeah. You check a box where it makes it not streetable. Anymore. <laughs> yeah, that, do you want to drive this car? No, yeah, no. Um, so it's like basically updated suspension. It's the BC suspension from the BC Huayra. Uh, so it's like more spherical shit. A crazy new aero package. So rear diffuser, front gnarly front so uh, spoiler. So it's, it's makes it yeah exactly. So we're we're rolling down um, you know the freeway and we're literally going straight on 280 and we're bottoming out. Like and so <laughs> it's like we're like slamming down on bumps and shit and like expensive bottoming. Expensive so bottoming. That's, that's a million and a half dollar. Yeah, this one is right 1.7 mil with, with the Tempest. Oh. So um, so basically, you know, we, we he lived he puts it. We're like trying to figure out what setting because there's like comfort, sport, race, all these different you know suspension settings and everything. And so you got race for sure. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so here's the interesting thing is that comfort was too soft. Oh, um, so yeah, it was, race oh, was so too scraping. race was too low. Yeah. So we went on with little, sport. Little Goldilocks scenario. Yeah. We found the little, the, the right porridge, you know, the right temperature. So we went with, uh, with the sport and that was rad. So it was, you know, it's, it's an amazing machine in terms of like talk. I mean, this is like sense of occasion times a million. Right. But, uh, but is it, the thing is that it is very limiting to drive that such a car on the street. Like 
you know, the, the overhangs, the, it's just, it's too too extreme, it's too low. I mean, I you mean, were saying that you needed to make a U-turn on a, on a mountain road, and you couldn't find a place We that couldn't was find a place. We needed, we drove like, like eight miles until we could fucking turn around. <laughs> and so, oh um, and, and you can't drive it on our favorite B roads. No, dude, it's so, too rough. We, yeah. so we went and, and went on on those roads, and we had to do, a no, we had to raise the nose, because we were fucking bottoming out everywhere, like near nine, <laughs> and so uh, what we ended up doing is we were cruising like at 28 miles an hour, because if you go above 30, the nose drops automatically. Oh, so we we're driving God, super slow. And I mean, and the thing is that I didn't intend on even driving fast on that road. It was just for pictures. But you know, that's fucking brutal. You know, it's like a 50, yeah. 50 mile an hour speed limit through there or whatever. Oh. Um, so it was a gnarly experience. But um, in terms of the performance of the car, it's insane. Like we were, you know, we we're on 280 and like, you know, within five seconds, you're doing ridiculous speeds, like just oh, yeah. getting arrested speeds, right? Allegedly. Um, so, um, it's, it's, it's just, it's a, a lot of fucking machine for the street. It's just something that you could do Autobahn shit with and maybe track stuff, but for the street, yeah. I don't understand how it's doable. Yeah. Um, so it's, you have this like beautiful, like, insanely capable car that you really can't drive anywhere. Yeah. Unless yeah. you have a track in your backyard, which you might if you can afford that car. Totally. Yeah. Or yeah. you just keep it at a track, like yeah. a country club track, and you yeah. show up. And or you go on the Autobahn, which is like perfect. Right. Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. Or Japan or something weird. Yeah, or like Japan it. where, and that's where, like, he t- he says that the, you know, I mean, you've seen the people drive fucking 962 race cars and ridiculous shit. Right. Like, like uh, 787Bs and stuff on yeah. the street, but because they have the right, you know, the right street, the surfaces. But, so the one thing that, I mean, you know, besides the fact that you can't drive the car, which absolutely sucks, um, you know, yeah, they're stunning, absolutely, you know, impeccably built. But the one thing that really sucks about the car is the fucking clutch. It's a single clutch transmission, and it's got this crazy delay. So, like, I was asking him if he was like, let if it was like in drive, like auto mode or something, because like when he would floor it, it's like whoop, delay, boop, and then it just like jumps in a gear, whoop, delay, and then it slams in a gear. That's indicative of that clutch style, right? Yeah. Like they all. And that's one of the things you, you, I've read about that, those cars is that they're, the transmission's basically 10 years old. And someone was saying that the, the more advanced transmission's heavier. So that the weight gain... That's what Pagani claims, right. but, well, but it's basically I, I, they couldn't develop a, a good PD. Well, so. this is what I... So here's the thing. So, I mean, you know, Nino actually knows the, the, the owner, the founder, and, like, he's, he works with the engineers pretty regularly, and he said that they actually developed a twin-clutch transmission, and it worked really well, but apparently, like, um, Pagani's, like, super, like, meticulous with balance, and, like, he was really upset that it was adding 80 pounds or something, like, in the wrong place in the car. And so even the current transmission is actually, it's not like a standard transaxle, like longitudinally mounted. It's actually transversely mounted, which is really trippy. And so, like, and, uh, you know, they had a dual clutch, a twin clutch, but he was, like, so adamant about, you know, weight reduction and balance that he stuck with this fucking thing. Yeah, I kind of buy that, but I kind of don't. Too, I because mean, I think that's like a lot of mar- marketing stuff, and I'm, I bet the twin clutch they they couldn't make it reliable enough or and something like that. That's like that's their marketing line, yeah. like, because I, they have to have an excuse for why do yeah. you use this transmission. That, that's not an excuse. I mean, that's a critical part of the driving experience. You design the car around the components that you need. Yeah, right? yeah. That's so like you're giving up a driving. You're dri- giving up a. a beautiful driving experience for 80 pounds I mean that doesn't make sense yeah, it's, like, it's yeah, gnarly, like if dude. the balance is off then change the balance of the car when you're designing it don't after the fact uh, Jono's staring in the window and he's being silly <laughs> yeah silly guy interesting okay so how many uh, could you have gone to the grocery store and bought two bags of groceries and safely carried them home if Thank you God. don't have a passenger yes could you get oh really the, there's yeah. no storage and there's storage but it's like custom fit luggage shit like in the back and it's tiny so like basically you, it's smaller than a bag of groceries? Uh, a little bit bigger than a bag of groceries. So this is like a supercar of 20 years ago, not of today. Yeah. Maybe you know? That's what people want. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want an R8 that can drive everywhere perfectly. Uh, they want. But I'm even thinking like, uh, I, I think a McLaren P1 is a lot more usable, or a 918. Oh, a 918, I think, for sure. Yeah. Yes, I mean, these days especially. Like, it's just the way... I mean, this one is the most... Ex- you know, it was definitely on the more extreme side of things in terms of the suspension itself, which, yeah, remember which that makes package. it... Yeah, you know, which limits it more, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, the that being said, you know, it's it's pretty wild. I mean, you know, the engine, it's got a twin-turbo V12 AMG engine, and, like, I was talking to Warren about it. Like, you barely hear the motor. It's just all whirring and hissing and it's whooshes. Blah, and yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, big turbo, turbo noises. Sucking, and, yeah. yeah, it's it's cool and it sounds like a fucking jet, but it's, you don't have, like, a big 
rumbly B12. And the Zonda, the early Zonda was non-turbo. And those things sounded amazing. It sounded like a Formula One car. Formula One. That's like why you bought that car is the sound, right? So this beast of a V12 by AMG and manual transmission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so transmission. Those yeah. are those are very uh, desirable. They've now. exploded. Yeah, they're like six so. mil now or something. Yeah, they're taking wow. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. So how cool would that thing be if they just dropped that tranny, put a manual in it, and put like a proper dude, suspension that you can raise is, it up a this couple is what levels? Talk about with all the hypercars. We're yeah. like, just give us the 918 yep. M. Like, yeah, the, the cheaper fucking, one. Yeah, the cheaper yeah. one. <laughs> manual and no hybrid. Yeah, yeah. Everything's fine. Should we yeah. move on to Laguna Seca? Yeah, was there anything else you guys want to talk about at Canepa? There was just not enough carbon fiber on that car. Yeah, not <laughs> enough. Not yeah. enough. Raw yeah. carbon. One water. thing about one other thing that I mean is related to Canepa is is just the attention that it, talk about like an attention grabber. Holy shit! Yeah, when you guys like, left, yeah. there was people, grown men, oh, with their there? cell phones running. Yeah, it's ridiculous <laughs> to see the car leave Gangsta's the driveway. <laughs> they, was they, it you, Brian? They hobble. I'm <laughs> such a hipster that I didn't even look at it. I know. You're like, like, oh, yeah. I know. You're <laughs> right. No, yeah, we were sitting out to the side and they were revving it up and Lane's like, sounds like shit. Lane was over there drinking his cold brew, looking at yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, like everywhere we went, dude, we put we went and got gas, and like seven people approached us and questions and how much does it cost, and it's like, oh yeah. my god, oh that's, that's the worst like, question, yeah, dude. So if bad. you're asking how, how much does it cost, it's like fuck you. Like, they know nothing. Yeah, it's how like, fast does it go? How much does it cost? Yeah. yeah. Like, and can you fill up my car with gas? It's kind of fucking. That's rude, the word. Really. That, that's, it is. It's a really bad uh, question. But uh, Canepa, what else was rad there? The nine five nine from Canepa was driving around before. That was and pretty cool. Oh, gray came into the garage as like we were getting there, and that's what gray was cool. with the gloss yeah. black wheels. It sounded great. We we're just just sitting out front. All of a sudden, you just hear just turbo boost noises. I'm like, what's this? And then freaking nine five nine. That's just amazing. <laughs> yeah, a lot of variety. So cool. There's an F twelve there. There was an unrestored forty eight Chrysler. There. I mean, you know, it's it's a good show. I that M one race car is more yeah. complete. Yeah. That thing was badass. What about that four hundred I that rolled in? I, I'm a big that's fan. A I oh love yeah, those cars, I love too. those too. There's so a manual cool. 400i and, and there's a, a 456. 456. Yeah. Oh, I missed the 456. It was in the back where you didn't go. Oh, I see. Yeah, but a manual. Yeah. So great, what's great the, what are those training for the 400i's now? Because I mean, it I know totally they were like like undesirable. I but think so manuals cool. are like impossible to come by though. No, they're they're out there, but you're right. They're way more. The rare. auto is like a two or three speed out of like a Chrysler Shut. or something. It's it's really yeah, bad. Those are like 30, 40, 50 grand. Yeah. Depending on condition, a manual is like. Gosh, probably like a twenty thousand dollar premium, hundred mm-hmm. hundred ish. And how about a manual four five six? Really cool and very rare. Pretty cool, and especially a four fifty six M. If you can get a, a modificata, mm. oh yeah, a smoother body. Such a pretty car. V twelve four seater Ferrari. Yeah. I mean, with That's a gated rad. shifter. Very cool. I know yeah. they have this kind of chintzy interior stuff going on that we've talked about. The, yeah. the gummy switches and mm, which every Ferrari does. You kind of so just whatever. get over it and listen to that V twelve sing as yeah. you're cruising to Monterey. Oh, I definitely take one of those. Yeah. Um, they did right. have the the 250 LM was out back with all everything open. Oh yeah, and, and, I, and I, I was like, okay, you know what? I need to go look at the work. Jason order. almost he he, I he had a, a problem a again. Borderline aneurysm. He like held on to me. He almost stumbled. Yeah, uh, and because the uh, they had the uh, hood open. I was just like, <laughs> oh my god! I, I looked at the work order, and this is ex- what it said exactly: reseal oil pan to eliminate leak. Yeah, so oh, I'm just like, yeah. well, okay, that, that seems fitting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Par for the course Ferrari stuff. So it was totally. pretty cool to see. And it was just uh, just so raw. And it was like that and then the Countach when we were over there. Like, oh, I love that. It was just like, I, I start looking at underneath everything else. It looks so shitty underneath. Yeah. Like, it's just like so just, it's just, why, why is car, it like yeah. this? It looks like a damn Countach. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I don't think any of us have driven a Countach, but I asked Dino since he has a lot of access to these things. And he said that it was the biggest disappointment ever. Yeah. And Oh. And you hear about these things, right? They're yeah. supposed to be really terrible driving cars. Yeah. They sound incredible, they're, but they're difficult to get into. Like the gearbox is like insanely difficult to shift in, and like the clutch is like insanely yeah. heavy. And, it's, and it's, it's the almost, pedal box is way off center, yeah, no, and you can't fit your feet. in No it. visibility. Like I feel like it wouldn't be a big disappointment because yeah, I have such know. low expectations. Oh, like go, it's yeah. almost like you're expecting it to be disappointing, and if it doesn't live up to your uh, disappointment expectations, it would you know, <laughs> <laughs> like it's got to be so bad. Yeah, it was cool seeing that engine in the Countach two months ago. When yeah, we were up here in June, like seeing it apart over on, and it was like the the Countach was completely stripped down. It was just a bare shell, yeah. and now seeing engine, seeing progress with it, yeah. was really kind of cool to see. And yeah. we've talked about it before, but it's like the raddest color ever. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be awesome that dark, green. dark green, almost awesome black. Color. Yeah. Super good. I ended up chatting with a guy uh, with the dune buggy in the back. I don't know if you guys saw that. It's actually a really well done uh, VW dune buggy, uh, like 
from the period, uh, just full tube frame. But the guy was super cool. He was one of the uh, co-founders or co-owners of Bug Formance back in the day. Oh, cool. Um, and he was telling rad stories about driving over the hill. He said for this car, uh, he drove it from San Jose to Santa Cruz, and it was his first run in it. He's uh, he's only had it for like six months, but he said it had been a long time since he uh, drove an open-wheel car over 17, and it brought back a lot of good memories. And with so many stories about when he was like 19 years old, they all, him and all his friends uh, were running this bug modification business doing like off-road racing and they would they all had like Myers Manx he was like a dealer in the area so he said they would all all, every weekend they would drive from San Jose over to Santa Cruz in their Myers Manx like open wheels basically valleys Uh, go home (laughs) <laughs> well, and it, that's back when you could drive on the beach uh, south yeah. of Aptos. So Whoa. they would just, like, air down their tires, mob around on the beach, doing sand dune shit, and then pump up the tires again and drive home. That's but cool. it sounds cool. so that's rad. Very cool. That's fun. And 17 used to not have a center divider, so people would race over it, use all four lanes. Yeah. Oh, sketch. Crazy. Not dangerous dude. at all. How, how good was that? That's a good racetrack. Very though? cool, dude. It's so, huh. such an epic road. That was brutal, dude. Driving the, like the Pagani's, that would have been perfect. Like the, 17. Like 17 was awesome for the Pagani. Big open swoopy stuff. It's pretty smooth. Big, yeah, pretty smooth for the most part. And like we're, you know, restricted to 50 miles an hour. And of course, you know, any cop, if we're going 60 miles an hour, they're going to pull us over, even if someone else yeah. is driving faster. Yep. So that was a pain in the ass. Yeah, not a very, usable car it's rough dude it's rough um all right so on to laguna seca this is the rolex uh historic races i guess pre pre-reunion reunion Reunion races it used to be this yes and it's everything from um, it used to be prehistorics. That's what I've been tagging everything. I'm an Dinosaur. Idiot. Oops. Everything from like pre-war open wheel to triceratops to, <laughs> to <laughs> pterodactyls <laughs> to pretty modern shit. Uh, there was some. What was BMW is the featured mark this year yeah. for the historics. So there was a lot of uh, E9 Batmobile overkill. Yeah, Basically. 2002, 2002 uh, racing GTVs, uh, racing 911s, yeah. uh, some really cool Ferrari 250 GTOs, short wheelbases, battling with 911s and uh, other stuff like that. Uh, just really cool stuff. And to see these cars moving and, and running and, yeah. and being used is like so kind of cool. the best. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. And so, our campsite is literally like perched over turn six so yeah, if you follow us on instagram you'll you'll, you'll see, see. <laughs> yeah. yeah and then yesterday at sunset we were all hanging out having a beer and a car comes up over the crest at our campsite and it's a 250 gt short wheelbase ferrari race car just taking a little lap around and cruises by us just happened yeah. to be at this campground like yeah. we just happened to drive by us red with blue stripes like one of the most beautiful cars in the pits i think yeah, yeah. and a very cool. special valuable car yeah. and just to see one cruising by you know most people don't even see them in a museum yeah. so and that's what's rad too like we've kind of mentioned about this uh, we've talked about this before rather but the access that you have here especially in the pre-reunion is is amazing like i can i'm like all up in fucking cars like we're like basically practically sitting in them like you know you can go into like the pits and the mechanics are super rad they're like like uh, they'll move out of your way so you can take a picture of the car yeah, yeah, because they love yeah, that you appreciate it and super they're kind of jumped on the cars themselves that they're it's not their car so they want to like kind of share yeah. it and be part of that experience and too. they don't do this every weekend this no. is a special event for this them like as well the and, and yeah. they're not over it yet and they're exactly. not over the hor- the crowds and all that stuff and yeah. they're not super stressed yet because it is like the less important race weekend no so yeah, it's just right. kind of they're kicking back and that 250 uh that 250 is not cruising through our campsite next weekend. No, no, guarantee. No, no. <laughs> no it's no. like behind stanchions somewhere. Probably. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you can walk into these people's pit areas and see them wrenching and kind of look at the engine bays, and then they'll kind of talk to you about it. I mean, Brian ran over to us yesterday. He's like, "You ever heard of gurney flaps?" Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> in the back of the spoiler kind of thing. He's like, "Check this out." And we go over to this car. And it's the fuck. It's Dan Gurney's race car from the period. Hasn't been touched. The that, Gurney Westlake Lola or whatever. That, that was started so cool like the beginning of like Gurney Eagles. That started yeah. the Gurney flap. It is the car that started this, this aerodynamic design, and it's completely untouched. And the guy comes over and starts talking to us about it. Um, anyways, it's that kind of weekend. Where you just that see the this Jason, your car's being towed, dude. Yeah. No! You're such a <laughs> fail. Stupid big eight-foot-wide car with a big-ass engine. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even get up a hill? Can't even get up a hill. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, it's to be towed by a Toyota. 
Is there anything else that stand out to you guys? Um, Dude, I mean, so it's much. just like walking. I went through, so I brought film. I, I thought, oh, maybe I'll need a couple of rolls for this weekend. I I had six yeah, with me. Someone's taking seven. pictures of like pit bikes. Fucking... <laughs> Dude, there was a rad pit bike that yeah. flew by uh, Jason cool and I. Yeah. You see the one? It was. It's like a fucking cooler that you sit on. Yeah, and it has wheels. Oh, cool. yeah. I need that. Yeah, that's life. not as cool as like the old Triumphs and everything, and or the Cubs. Honda Cub. The Cub. That's, that's the Cub. ultimate. That's yeah. So we walk into the the pits yesterday we got here in the afternoon and the first car i see warming up and the driver's kind of getting ready is a like a, a french blue with yellow stripes 250 oh, gto, GTO yeah. dude that, that thing was is, an all-star in the Kanepa tent yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's getting fired up and running and idling and it's dude like, i saw that guy shit. running errands with it he what? was trying to get from to the pit wall from from the uh, from their Canepa pit, and he just rolls over and like parks and then runs to the pit wall. And I'm like, dude, that's where you're using, you don't have a golf cart. Like, like they were, he was not driving the car for any purpose related just to the car. To get over he there just needed to get somewhere. Like that's he did awesome. not have a helmet on. Yeah, no, no helmet. Yeah. You don't support guy. That's a road car, sport vehicle. That's not Perfect. happening next week. <laughs> that's that's one thing that was really tough like trying to go around and take pictures like all the cars are I really wanted to get them out in the sunlight right but they're all like out of these shades parked yeah. really tight next to each other yeah I was really looking for any opportunity for like when that GTO came out I was super stoked to get it out in the sunlight right because that get a color picture? yeah I did oh, cool. a few yeah you should but I was, I was like running after it oh you got film so it's gonna be like three months before <laughs> I get the picture <laughs> one hour photo everyone does it still right uh-huh. uh so God, man, the list Dude, just goes on and so on. So many rad colors on these cars. Oh, I freaking so, love this. So, yeah, um, oh, we, yeah, we stumbled upon a Z1 Alpina, which I didn't even know existed. No. And obviously, we don't, I mean, for our European listeners or folks overseas, we never got Z1s here. So, to see one in person is, is, is pretty awesome. The weird little doors that They're so slide trippy, down. Yeah, the such, a, such a weird little ride. I mean, red with gold Alpina uh, stripes down the side cool. and Alpina wheels. Very cool. That Maserati birdcage is always oh, a treat dude, to view. Like, they had it all all the panels pulled off and you can see yeah. all the little intricate little it's such art. a fragile looking little know, thing you know yeah. but those yeah, are it's pretty well expensive I, rare cars I was really stoked to see this morning um so there's this uh like back in the old home built sports car days uh oh the, is this the Devon Devon body yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the one so it's the Devon body on like the uh tri-year style Chevy chassis um the Echidna uh, so they have two of them here. I've read about them. I've been super stoked on them. They had two of three ever made wow. here in the pits, and then that's, wow. one that's was out there running. So we saw the uh, Mazda 787, which won Le Mans. No, it's that not. The, no, that's a 767. Six, seven. Or 767? Yeah, seven, and, and it's the 767B right. that actually won. Yeah, so this is okay. not it's the actual, actual it's car. It's painted like the, like the 787. Oh, I see. Yeah. But it's the same... Basic Same thing. idea of yeah. watching that car fly up this hill and it uh, sounds no, it oh wasn't flying. It was like was going one super was, slow yesterday. It was the white one, whatever the other seven. seven well, I saw, seven, I saw that going pretty good. It was making some crazy sounds. The shriek is nuts. The shriek. That and that RX seven when they were going up. It's yeah. just it was. Those were some of the best sounding race cars. Coming out of the exhaust. Great. I mean, it's just a rad. It was dicing it up with a with a nine six two going up. It was just so awesome to see everything. Yeah, there's. I awesome. really enjoy the really early seventies Formula One cars too that are kind of hidden, and sprinkled around. Like I posted a, a kind of trippy shot of a Terrell. Uh, yeah, the Terrell double O three, which was driven by Francois Sauber. And he, he's the one who, like, died in, I think, at Spa. Uh, like, he was trying to take... Basically, he was, like, um, Jackie Stewart's protege. And, like, he was a really, really good driver. And he was uh, with the Terrell team. And um, that... Basically, uh, Jackie Stewart was going to retire that race. And, uh, you know, the last race uh, that he drove, fucking... His protege, like, just fucking died and like it was this gnarly deal but he um jackie stewart like there's this one like scene in some documentary where he was supposed to take this one turn in third gear and like francois was like no i gotta get more speed out of this and he took it in fourth and it didn't work out for him but yeah but that's oh, i mean kind of sad but, here but that car's here and i mean it's, oh and that it, could be like why jackie stewart got all gnarly on safety that's why he got gnarly on safety well in addition he had a gnarly off once too and ended up in a fucking he ended up like in trees somewhere and yep. woke up and like no and, and he was no, no one could find him yeah no one knew where he was and he he couldn't get out because he couldn't re he needed to remove the steering wheel he was like stuck and that's why from that point on he always rocked like a little spanner wrench inside like yeah. taped either to a steering wheel or into the interior so that he can get himself out if he fucking oh, wow. uh, but yeah no that that car 
is really special. I mean, it's the classic Tyrrell elf blue, you know, and yeah. really beautiful car. And like, I love like just the shape of that early '70s design with the exposed engine in the back with the Cosworth uh, motor. And you, that your picture, it's like classic for taking photos here. It's just the nose sticking out in the, sun. the nice sun. Yeah. You see all the colors, but then super heavy contrast because the bright. Yep. You know, yeah. yeah. But yeah, there's all kinds of trippy stuff like 908s, 906 Carreras in there. Uh, yeah, those are really uh, cool. So pretty. Uh, they're so cool. Yeah. If anyone listening wants to come and do this next year, we're, we're going to do it again. So just keep that in mind. Uh, mid mid August, 2017. That's right. And then this coming week is fucking 100 different events, auctions, and we've yep. talked about it on the podcast. But Pebble Beach. Yeah, uh, we've talked about what we're going to do. Jason, you're doing some. So I'll be doing some stuff. Uh, I'll be coming back Friday. I got some uh, McLaren and Aston Martin event I have to go do, and then uh, some Fiat stuff at Carcosa Italiano, and then just hitting up the auctions and just walking around and just because I haven't done Pebble, that was the first year I've actually been able to come up here and do some stuff. So are you going to cool. the Concours at all? Like Con- the I, Concours Australia? Like uh, probably not. No. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just I mean, a lot of it's just it. seeing it's all cool, the cool actually. Go late, like Warren does, <laughs> and you get to you maybe it'll sneak in free, and you get to see all the cars moving. I'm gonna do Just Dawn be- Patrol. Definitely doing Dawn Patrol on Sunday morning. Oh, that's yeah. that's happening. Getting up early oh, okay. to do Dawn Patrol. Yeah. Have to. So that's when you're just hanging out on the street and seeing them go in. That's that. I think okay. I would enjoy that. Just yeah. having a, another yeah. thing at Starbucks and just kind of just sitting there yeah. and walking yeah, cars cool. come by. And you get to see it in the fog. Yep. And it's it's really a beautiful scene, like on the grass, you know, with the water right out there. It's, oh shit! We were supposed to bring cold turkey yeah. this year. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I sold it. Oh well. Wait, yeah. you sold cold turkey? Yeah. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yep. Was that ever well, mentioned? Yeah. Podcast? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Long time ago. Um, is that that time? I think so. Oh, do you got some for us? Warren's the best at this. Well done, Warren. It sounds good in this environment. We were given a private tour of Laguna Seca last night and got to see it up close and personal. And my question for you is... Is there recordings of this? No. My question for you is elevation drop from the top of the corkscrew mm. to the bottom. Oh, how many? They always do it by uh, to the floors, right? Stories? You can do it. You can give or me feet. feet or stories. To the bottom of the turn. Yeah. Of, of, of the corkscrew turn. Yes. Set of turns. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say 150 feet. Is it 20 stories? So you're like 200 feet. 200 feet. You're saying uh, 20 stories are... Yep. But it's 10 feet a story. Yeah. 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 I'm going to go with uh, 100 feet. I'm going to say 120 feet. It's Jason, 109. 109. Damn, uh, I think 109. And it looks, watching these cars go up that hill, you're like, fuck, that looks crazy. Yeah. You know, climbing that. When you're on the track, it's not quite as insane. But what? No, I think just the opposite. Really? Yeah, it's yeah. like really shows you like oh, this is a big hill. Yeah, I guess and so. it's looking, really like the distance is the... it's like foreshortened or whatever from our view right now. Yeah. And so when you when you're up there, it's like oh, this is a really long straight. Right. And I've driven on the track too, and it's uh, you know it's a different experience there too. It feels long when you're driving, especially in a slow ass car. But sure. Yeah, we're watching three one two PB Ferrari race up this hill right now, and it's pretty awesome. Well, shit, I think that's a podcast. I think so. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next yeah. time. Oh, we next will. time. <laughs> okay. Bye. Next time on Driving While Awesome. Uh, no, we're not going to actually... People sell good. things and do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, you should get out there with the Tascam lane and record some of this going by and maybe have that as a... Oh, moment of zen. Yeah, that's not a bad yeah. idea. A little bumper? Maybe I can do just it. do a separate podcast where all I do... Oh, and you can talk to them like that was Stop a Ferrari.